and welcome back to another episode of The Follow-Up. I'm Eden, and this is my dad, Noah. And every week, we just sit on my bed and have a conversation about something we want to talk about. And this week, we're going to talk about public speaking. Why? Well, because I just did some of my first real public speaking, and it's something like everybody basically has to do. Mm-hmm. And some people really struggle with it. Some people hate it. Some people really love it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the biggest fears. I think I remember seeing at one point public speaking yeah. was the biggest fear. And so you just read a an essay from Hebrew school, a Hanukkah essay on the High Line in New York, which is a this this long path that stretches on the west side, it's and really cool. there's a, a Hanukkah celebration. And that was great. So you read your essay in front of about 100 people with microphone. It was, it was really beautiful. Yeah. And you've spoken in front of, I think, in Hebrew school before, and you've done presentations <laughs> in class, and you're getting over being sick. And I think that it's something that, one, adults have lots of fears over, and also kids. But a lot of times with kids... The fear really isn't there, and it's just the, well, yeah, I could do it, and not have to prepare for it. So there's something different about speaking, and that's why I've always been so focused on with you when even speaking to anybody, just loud and clear yeah. and, uh, and and straightforward. And so especially before you used to do it a ton. Right, sure. Yeah, we can talk about that, too. Yeah. So, okay, so the other night, it's freezing cold out. <laughs> and you're getting ready to go up there. You had to stand on a stepladder, hold a microphone, talk to all these people, and read something that you wrote. What were you What were you thinking and what were you feeling beforehand? I was really excited. I feel like something that, like, if you think about it this way, it doesn't really make you feel like you have a fear. Is like not nervous. Not anymore. nervous. It's like that helps me. It's like you're proud of your work. They selected you because they really like it. They're not going to do it because it's like trash, basically, your like mm-hmm. essay or whatever you're reading. And well, let's not say like. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Okay. Shake on Thanks. And it's you're chosen for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, and you wrote it. So really. If you write it, you shouldn't have a problem just reading it. And even though it's in front of people, it's like you're just having a conversation with just duplicates of people. Understandable. But but, but there is something different between writing your feelings, writing your thoughts, sure. and then expressing them to and everybody. Just like, not just being fearful, just like, because this is what you know, this is what you wanted to do, basically. Mm-hmm. So just get over it and just do it. Do you, do you think about being nervous or no. so maybe not even this time, but when you spoke in front of Hebrew school or when you give a presentation in class, when you're speaking to the whole class, is it different than raising your hand to give an answer in class? If, you, really. if you're not sure if you know the answer or not, or asking a question in not class, really. no? Because in class, if you raise your hand to like answer a question, you're still showing your answer in front of the whole class. You're just presenting something more that you learned, just a little bit more. Do you ever raise your hand in class 
if you're not 100% sure, but you think you know the answer? No. I don't. So then... I don't really think anybody knows. I've heard some kids in your class. They raised their hand did some crazy stuff. But I guess they think that's the right answer? Yeah. Okay. So... But, um... So is that because you're not exactly sure or you're afraid it's not the right answer? No. Or you just simply don't know the answer? I just simply don't know the answer. Got it. Okay. All right. So how about when you were going up and reading in front of the Hebrew school class last year, in front of all those kids, all those parents, and that was in that was in Hebrew, right? Did you have any English, too? There was part Hebrew. There was English, uh-huh. Hebrew, part English. Okay. So what were you, what were you feeling then? I think it was just like, you practice for this. So you got this. And you know you can do it. Mm-hmm. You could practice it. So, I'd like, do it like those people aren't even there. Mm-hmm. Just like, focus. But you know you can do it. And if you know you can do it, you can do it. When you're, but how do you but, get, how do you get to the, to the point where you know you can do it? How do you get that confidence? Practicing. Like, just like, telling yourself that you can do it. Just practicing. Mm-hmm. And when you do it the first time, and you do it the second time, and you do it the third time, then you know you're ready. When when you're practicing, what are the things you're focused on? Loud, speaking loudly and clearly. Mm-hmm. Complete sentences. Like, just, like, speaking, being consistent with your words, especially in other languages. Mm-hmm. And just projecting to the audience. Mm-hmm. And... How about your how about your pace? Yeah, being on a just like a pace that's good, not super fast and mm-hmm. not super slow. Right, but also emphasizing, emphasizing certain things certain words so you know that are most important. Sure, and you're trying to meet the emotions of what you're reading, right. and so there are things that you can get a little bit quicker with, and then other things you really want to you want to slow down, right. pause beforehand, emphasize, and be able to get your point across. Yeah. Okay? And then what about in school with presentations? When you're, is it, do you feel different speaking in front of your peers in class versus your, versus parents or strangers? Yeah, it is different. Because it's a totally different audience. Like, parents and strangers, those are more or less adults, mm-hmm. usually, if they're kids. Yeah. If they're <laughs> school, it's all kids. But you want to basically do the same thing. Like, treat it the same way, and you go into it the same way. Do, do you, the same thing you do anytime. Do you ever pay attention to the attention that your audience is giving you? Yes. How do you, how do you, how do you do that and stay focused on what you're, what you're speaking about? Um, well, let's see. Because when I did a presentation, it was last time at least in front of people in my mm-hmm. class, it was a bunch of people shared with your presentation. Okay. So you could kind of watch them, but also, you knew your information by heart that you were sharing. So I could, like, look around to also look like I was making eye contact with people. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah. And if someone's not, does it ever throw you off if 
you look at somebody trying to make eye contact and they are just simply not paying attention? No. You just, I feel like focus on the people who are respecting you and paying attention. Yeah, that's an idea. And don't focus on those people because they don't even care. Yeah, that, that's an idea. You said like you do. What were some of like your tips? Like you were talking about confidence earlier with me when mm-hmm. you were doing broadcasting or public speaking. It's totally different broadcasting right. than getting up there in front of a, a live audience. Right, like what were some I think of those differences? Yeah, I, I think when when you're broadcasting, you know that a lot of people are watching you. Yeah, but. Really, you're you're just having a conversation with the your broadcast partner, right. and it's, and you're speaking to a camera. Right, so you're not I don't to the audience actually directly. Right, so I think about it as I'm speaking to the person who is at home sitting on the couch watching a game. So I feel like I'm I'm speaking to that one person and to the broadcast partner right. next to me. So I'm always trying to, in a broadcast always trying to deliver things that will make the person at home go, oh, wow, that's a, that's, I hadn't thought about it that way. Or try to make it so that they are locked in on the game and not doing other things. Or if they're doing other things and they hear something, they, whoa, whoa what was that? That was awesome. Let me, let me rewind. Yeah. So it, I, do, would, I would get butterflies before a broadcast all the time, but those were good ones and if you and if there's a difference between being nervous and having some butterflies because if you're really nervous going into a broadcast i always tell other broadcasters that's because you're not prepared so you don't you don't know your information you feel like you've just had to memorize a bunch of things but if you really know your stuff then you're just talk you're just talking whatever sport it is Mm -hmm. but if in terms of in public speaking I always find that I need to have at least the notes. I can't just go up there and just go. I need to have, at the very least, usually not a, a speech written, but bullet points, bullet points and a, uh, like an outline. So a headline and then a few bullet points underneath, another headline and then a few bullet points yeah. underneath, and then, and then I feel... Then I feel pretty good. And then trying to make eye contact with the people that are really, yeah. that seem really locked in and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like that's also really important, just enjoying what you're doing. And just like, even though some of the audience might not be, you just like, I'm enjoying it and that's all that matters. Right. If you can share your passion with somebody else, if the audience member, the audience member might not be interested in the context of what you're saying, right. but they can feel how passionate you are about it, then they're at the very least going to respect what you're yeah. saying. So if you can you can convey, and that usually comes from confidence and an authenticity. Yeah. It's tough to fake something that you're really, really interested in. Yeah. So if you're if you're passionate about something, then that usually comes out the most um, powerful. Yeah. Do you have another are you doing any more of this in school? Do you know if you have anything coming up after break or next so. semester? I'm not sure. Hmm. All right, well, you'll be well prepared for it. I will be. Yeah, all right, we'll feel better. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you. Love you.